Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, it is Father's Day, and I am fortunate I got to record an episode with my son, Johnny, and one of my best friends, Steve. Really appreciate everyone tuning in to the show. If you are a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Well, look, you, you, you look very, very handsome. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am joined in studio today by one of my oldest friends. I have Steve. Steve Driver is your name, right? Yeah. Everybody should Google that name, right? Absolutely. We made pseudonym, a pseudonym. I started going by the name Kelly Patrick in 2011 just because I was getting drunk and saying crazy shit on a podcast and I didn't want my, want my actual name to be associated with some of the things I said. I worked at a bank at the time and I just felt like it made sense to start going by my middle name, Kelly. And also I was friends with Dugan Ryan, our friend. You are also. Um, coincidentally, my name's Ryan Dugan, he's Dugan Ryan, so I started going by Kelly, and we ended up coming up with a pseudonym for you, Steve. Yeah, you hosted a radio show. I hosted a radio show from 2000, I think, 13 through 20, and you were my co-host for many years. Yep. And then COVID shut it down, right? COVID shut it down. We would do it every Sunday. Yep. What will we talk about on that show? It's called the, the Weekend Sports Buzz. Yep. We would field callers from actual legit. That was one of the enjoyable things, wasn't it? Yes. Is the curveball of actually getting random people calling yes. in. Yes. Right? You would forget people would be listening, right? Yeah. Um, I think we called Serena Williams fat at one point, and we had a... Some lady called in furious. Yes. 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 <laughs> and then <laughs> Dugan, the owner of the station, ended up contacting me about that. I was just real honest with them. We should have used the dump button. For what? I guess not saying fat. I don't know. But didn't you say, can we call Sh Shaquille O'Neal fat? 
I think that's kind of what it turned into. Yeah. Dugan handled it well, you know, but it was an incident. It was a reported incident. She called in and told us off on air, which was awesome. I wish we could access that footage. Yeah. Um, That was really cool. But we would use the dump button. Who would we, who were our regular callers back then? Carolina, Steve. Yeah, you had that one guy you knew that would say some aggressive stuff. Marcus. Yes. Marcus, he was the troublemaker. We had Carolina Steve. We had the truth. Yep. And we'd have random other people, you know, Mike or, you know, Rodney or somebody call in. Gary, yeah. Yeah, Gary. Had some callers, yep. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Um, so since COVID, I think pro- approximately April of 2020, maybe March, we had to stop doing the show because we would actually go in studio and there was a couple older guys who, who were there every day and for social distancing, it was necessary for us to not have because we would have random people come in there with us each week. Shout out to Chris Embry. We had Chris Embry, the producer, yep. Doc Parks. Who else did we have? Les Abbott. Yep. Uh, we had a rotation of producers who would come in who would work the board. Did you know how to work the board? You didn't. Okay. You were just a talent. You were the, the one who was just the just the, the pretty voice. The sports knowledge. The sports knowledge. What will we mostly talk about? What were our topics? Well, I think we tried to hit Louisville and UK the most, but... College football. College yeah, basketball. I'm definitely more of a fan of the professional. Professional. We talk about the NBA. A lot of LeBron talk, stuff like that. Yep. That was fun. You probably were in studio when there was at least a few... MMA fighters, right? Yep. Kind of interesting. And then that's kind of directed me into, you know, what my hobbies are now with the whole MMA stuff. Um, but today is Father's Day. And we would be on the air every Sunday. And I think, I don't remember how many times, multiple times, we hosted a show, a two-hour show. On Father's Day. And one of the themes we would do is we would uh, go down a list of the top notorious deadbeat fathers <laughs> in the world of sports, right? Do you remember I that? I forgot about this, yes. Have you made a list? I haven't made a list, but all you got to do is a simple Google search. Just off the top of your head. Top. Oh, um, Antonio Rogers Cromartie, I think it was, or yeah. his brother, was up there with like I think twelve kids. Sean like Kemp, eight different moms. Uh, Sean Kemp, yeah. Carl Malone, Carl Malone, Larry Bird, kind of a shocker. I, I hate to say it, but I maybe he gets kind of a he's white, so people don't really give him as much shit about it. But I think he's got a few illegitimate kids he doesn't talk to, so I think that's f- fair. You know, would you guess that about Larry Bird? No. Yeah. O.J. Simpson? Is he a deadbeat father? <laughs> I don't know that he's a deadbeat father. Isn't what would it, you call him? He did probably kill the mother to his kids, so yeah. that can't be good. Isn't it kind of crazy back in the day, without technology, you could just, hey, honey, I'm going to work, and then just be gone forever, maybe move a town over, start a new family? <laughs> I'm being serious. It was more prevalent back then? Yeah. Am I li- listing, um, oh, here's a list, 15 NBA players you won't believe are deadbeat dads. I'm excited about this one. Number 15, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson is certainly a glowing example when it comes to grit, fearlessness, and tenacity. The former player was probably always the shortest one on the court whenever he played. 
but no one had more heart. Keep going. Let's see. Should I keep yep. with the list, you mean? Yes. Yes. 15 is Iverson. 14 is Willie Anderson. I remember him. Uh, 13 is Carl Malone. <laughs> he got a 13-year-old pregnant when he was 20. <laughs> 12 is Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma. 13. I need numbers, though. I, I, I feel stupid passing yeah. these without seeing the numbers. Well, Carl Malone. Can we break down? When we get to one, right? we'll, we'll start. Sean we'll, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll read through the list, and then when we get to one, we'll start diving into the details about who the king is. 11 is Sean Kemp. 12 is Larry Johnson. 11, Sean Kemp. 10 is Jason Caffey. I remember him for the Bulls. Remember that? 9 is Paul George. 8 is Calvin Murphy. Man, he has uh, 14 kids with nine different women, and he sexually abused a bunch of them. The women or his children? His children. Yeah, that's troubling. I would say so. That's about... Calvin Murphy has to... Or at least he was accused of it, I should say. I don't know. Allegedly. But I... I, Yeah. Look, in 2004, the ex-player was accused of molesting five of his daughters. But was later acquitted. So I guess we don't know for sure if that's true, but I'd feel like a pussy if I didn't mention it, if it's right there. Seven is Royce White. He's the guy who didn't want to fly, isn't he? I think so. For the Rockets... Yeah. Maybe we're wrong. Six is Kenny Anderson, the point guard. Five is Dwight Howard. Four is Nerlens Noel. That's a new entry. <laughs> Three is Chris Bosch. Two is Jason Kidd. <laughs> and one is Tyrone Nesby. All right, let's dive into Tyrone Nesby. I don't, not the most memorable name. I do recognize the name. Um, but let's see here. It doesn't show any of the details. I mean, no Rogers Cromartie. I guess these are specifically NBA players. Top deadbeat dads in history of sports. I want to see what they say about Tyrone Nesby, though, because if he's at the top of that list, right, he deserves some recognition for this episode, right? Tyrone Nesby, born in 1976. Doesn't say anything on his Wikipedia page. It says he mostly played for, oh, he played for the Wizards from, for the Clippers and the Wizards from 99 through 2002. I don't see any details about what Tyrone Nesby did. I, you know, I know this isn't necessarily the best pod, podcast. Oh, it says he's racked up nearly $1 million in unpaid child support, but it has a little symbol there. Does that mean Euro? I don't know. Because it looks here like he's played a lot overseas, so he's got himself into a lot of trouble. That's kind of an offensive topic, isn't it? Very. You had a good father. Yeah, absolutely. And you have two sons. Yep. Being a father is pretty important to you. Do you think it's kind of shitty of us to highlight the bad? Do you feel guilt about this? No, but, you know, there's probably, you could probably do an entire podcast, right, on that subject. I decided to adopt a persona recently. Did I tell you about this? No. I didn't. I've never followed soccer much. You follow soccer much more than I do. And Johnny has grown up. His favorite sport's always been basketball. He's done jujitsu and boxing. But he got to be pretty good at soccer. He's played on the school soccer team for a few years now. And this year, he ended up starting at goalie. And his team went undefeated, I think 13-0. And they won the city championship, Crosby. 
And so my dad and I are trying to hype it up like he's the greatest thing in the world. Like, like you know, so I made a couple posts claiming that my son is the greatest uh, eighth grade soccer goalie. I mean, hands down in the city, definitely also probably the state. As a joke? Well, I'm trying to be, what's his name? Um, Ball, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Alonzo Ball's dad. Yeah, um, so I'm not going to show my hand and tell you it's a joke. Yeah. I don't even know the rules to soccer. I showed it to Johnny, and I was like, I'll see if I... I didn't get much of a reaction out of my posts. I was expecting to, like, piss someone off or something. Someone shares it. Does it just entertain you, yourself, mostly? We're very different. It's it's funny that we're friends, because you're social media. You know everybody. Correct. Right? Very different end of the I'm spectrum when it comes to I'm much more private that. person. Correct. Much Not more. on social media. At all. Well, you do have an Instagram. No. Off there, too. Okay. I have sent you some videos you haven't looked at. Why doesn't it tell you that I'm not on anymore? I don't know. Because other people have told me told me that as well. Okay. I have sent you multiple videos and just figured you didn't look at nope. the messages. Um, but you do... You, can you Twitter. Admit, can you admit that you do at least look at Twitter? Do you ever yes. like anything? No, I look... I'm on Twitter too much. At the, Honestly, that's why I deleted the other ones. I don't think it's very at, good for your mental health. At WSB1450. Yeah, I don't post anything. It's just for news at updates. We, weekend Sports Buzz 1450, which was the account for our... Account. Just you know, to stay up to date on news. Weekend radio show, yeah. So you do use Twitter to stay up on news? Yeah. What type of stuff do you like staying up on? Well, it's just the, the fastest source of news, I feel like, right? Is it? Yeah, that seems to be the consensus. Did you see Rogan last night on Twitter? Yeah, I, I did. He was questioning some pro-vax guy, right? He offered a hundred grand to debate RF, RFK. <laughs> I saw on that. his show, was it a hundred grand? I didn't read these heroes. He, he was a hundred grand, grand or a million. I think it was a hundred, one hundred grand. But you had um, five or six other people say that they would put up a hundred, hundred fifty. It's up to one point two million dollars now, just for him to come on Rogan to debate RFK. Yes, my political journey has been fascinating. I get, I'm, I'm an extreme person, so like when I go with something, I kind of go all in. Yeah. Is that accurate? You know me probably as well as uh, most people. Uh, certainly outside of my family, you do. Um, and I've kind of over the past... I was on the Trump train in 2016. I voted for him. He was going to drain the swamp. And he's funny as shit. Yes. You, but he didn't drain the swamp. He, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. well, he didn't do what he was said he was going to do. He didn't drain the swamp. So I'm not. But I, the, my political evolution is then COVID happened. And I, for some reason, started exploring libertarianism. Didn't know anything about it, getting into it. I think it was Dave Smith through a Joe Rogan podcast who got me over there. I don't know, actually. Was it the top-down mandates, government's too big, too much control? Yeah. Somehow I tuned into an episode where someone was describing libertarianism. And they were like, hey, this is all bullshit. And a lot of Republicans are shorting it, supporting it. And Donald Trump said he was going to drain the swamp and look at all this. And then the CARES Act. <laughs> we spent like $2 trillion. And if you looked at the bill, a lot of it was like $80 million going to Egypt for gender studies, uh, educational services. You're like, you should be at some point like, 
that doesn't make any sense. There's got to be some shady shit going on here. And I guess that does make, I was having this conversation with my mom today. I'm a conspiracy theorist and I'm not even trying to deny it. Yeah. What does that mean though? It means that certain topics that are faux pas, am I using that word correctly? Or taboo? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taboo. Taboo topics. Like what? Are you an anti... You're not an anti-vaxxer, are you? That's a big one. Come in. Come on in, buddy. You're not an anti-vaxxer, are you? Steve, are you an anti-vaxxer? I didn't take the COVID shots. Oh, okay. I did. Did you really? Yes. I did not know this. Yeah. I had a court date that I had to be at where they, I was told that I needed to wear them. I needed the... the uh, the, the COVID vaccine to attend in the court. And it was an important, important court date to me. Or what, what would happen? It was, it, it was, um, could you zoom in? It was, what do you mean by zoom in? Describe what I, what, I think during COVID, no, you zoom to be at the court hearing. Could you be, describe what it is? No, I mean, in the app zoom, could you? Oh no, that was not an option. Oh, okay. Yep. That was not an option. And I asked a friend of mine that's a doctor if he thought I should get it, and he said yes. And I had an elderly grandmother who did pass away shortly after that. And at the time, I bought into the notion that it would have been kind of irresponsible. I did. Yeah, I was on it from the jump. Okay. So you're an anti-vaxxer. So that's a topic that's off limits. Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean... Johnny's with us. Johnny, how are you? What do you think of Steve being an anti-vaxxer? I don't care. That's fair. You're 14. I like it. Did you get your children vaccinated? We, they did end up getting vaccinated. They were mandated through the schools. They got vaccinated. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I think my, we'll be okay. I mean, we're going to be all right. Looks like we're okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the criticisms of the reproductive stuff, I'm trying to... Uh, Yanni and I are trying to have a baby now, so some people have said... I don't know if I buy into that. I don't even know... Yeah, if it, you know, in like our impact, RFK said you won't really know the long term effects because they unblinded the study. Correct. Right? <laughs> Correct. And we're not allowed. No one's allowed to sue the vaccine companies. No. What I've learned from RFK is that was a Republican thing. Reagan's administration did that. And the the placebo group. One person died of COVID, or two people died of COVID. Mm-hmm. And the ones that received the shot, one person died. Mm-hmm. So two is a hundred percent of one. So that's where you get the one hundred percent efficacy. So it's just all a bunch of bullshit. It's very I'm, misleading. I'm reading RFK Jr.'s book about Fauci right now. I'm about halfway done with it. Is it good? <sighs> yeah. The whole AIDS Sca- thing. Scary. Troubling. Oh yeah. Super troubling. But it makes sense. The AIDS pandemic thing happened the exact same way. So basically what, our, what Fauci does is when a new disease comes out, he's like in charge of which drugs are allowed to be used to treat them. And he coincidentally is real good friends with the people who run the companies, the four companies that administer those medications. Okay, A new drug comes out, what a rational physician does, should be. All right, well, there's this new disease. What is it? What's it look like? Maybe it's similar to something that's out there already. We can actually use this medication 
It, it has, we've tested it for 25, 30 years. It has minimal side effects. We can use it. We think it'll treat it. Fauci's like, not so fast. We've already made our money on that drug. We need to use some new drugs that make billions of dollars for these pharmaceutical companies. And they're not properly tested. <laughs> and it happened all through the AIDS thing. Johnny, is this a uh, politics is kind of a, a, a boring topic for a 14-year-old, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Not really. I mean, I could talk about it, but... You could talk about it? Yeah. But do, do you care about talking about politics? Are you worried that someone will hear you on here? If, if you say yes, I'm not going to blame you. No. Okay. In your world of jujitsu, boxing, is there some extreme conspiracy theorists? I don't know. Um, I don't know, actually. Like how far... Eddie Bravo's... Do, do you trust um, elections? To a degree, yeah. Trump was elected. Okay. I don't think the establishment wanted that. <laughs> That's why I'm now a registered Democrat, and I'm going to vote for RFK Jr. in the primaries in March of 2024. Then I'm going to vote Libertarian in the general election is my yeah. game plan. Do you think we landed on the moon? I, you know, I, that stuff, type of stuff I really don't know. I wouldn't say you're a true conspiracy theorist. I don't know. The, 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 because it, I've been, yeah. I would say... Do you think we landed on the moon, Steve? Honestly? No. Okay. Johnny? Can I, can I explain, though? Well, I mean, we, we can jump into it, but yeah. I, I'm just curious. No, you can come explain. on. Okay, let, we'll let him explain. Okay, we, dis we destroyed all the technology okay. that took us to the moon. Okay. The last time we went was, what, 64, roundabout, I don't, in the 60s, mm -hmm. no other country has been. Okay. They admitted some of the footage was CGI. Elon Musk is just now practicing landing a shuttle on Earth. Okay. So his rockets that take off are able to land themselves. Is that right? I, okay. Yes. Still, it's 2023. We're doing that in our atmosphere with our gravity. But you're telling me that we landed 60-plus um, years ago. Mm -hmm. That sounds legit. And I, I, I'm not going to say I'm confident we landed on the moon or we didn't. I am confident I, Fauci is a shady fuck. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Johnny, does that make sense? Like, I, I, there's some things that I, I, yeah, I wouldn't put it past them type shit. I don't fucking know. It certainly doesn't impact me right now. Does it? No, but... I'm more concerned about, like, we're trying to have another baby. Johnny, I want you to have a good life. Caitlin, Carla... You know, I'd like to push things in a good direction. Yeah, and, and, definitely and, focus on that. It, it's easy to get wrapped up in the news. I, no, I, but I do appreciate you asking the questions to determine if I'm an actual. Johnny, would you describe your dad as a conspiracy theorist? I, I have no idea. If someone said, hey, Johnny, I checked out your dad's Facebook page and... No, one, no one's ever told me that, so... <laughs> no, I'm saying theoretically if they did, checked out your dad's Facebook page and, wow, he seems like a... <laughs> Well, if they say you are, then I guess you are. But no one's ever told me that. What? If someone randomly says that I am something, that automatically means I am? Is that what you just said? I have no idea. Okay. So am I conspiracy theorist, Steve? What's another common one? 9-11? Um, 9-11. 9-11, I buy Ron Paul's. I don't, know, I don't know that. You don't know Ron no. Paul's? It's called blowback. The United States was involved in wars over in the Middle East, killing Muslim countries for like 20 years before 2001, killing a bunch of fucking innocent people. So they all hated us. And finally, some rich guy, Osama bin Laden, got a bunch of money together 
and then wanted to get get us back for for God because of all the pain we've inflicted on, which we legitimately have been killing innocent people, Muslim people for a long time, and we are today in yes. Yemen, Saudi Arabia, through our funding, is uh, you know starving the Yemenis people. We do airstrikes and like uh, what is it? Somalia all the time. There's airstrikes all the time. We're constantly killing people. Um, so his description of Ron Paul's explanation is that it's blowback. He got on the Republican debate stage in 2008 against other Republicans. Ron Paul's a libertarian, but calls himself a Republican. And he started saying shit like that. And Mayor Giuliani was like, what? Like heard him say basically what I just said. So you're saying it's our fault? You're saying it's our fault? They attacked us? And the whole crowd's going clapping. Like everybody's saying Ron Paul's an idiot. Everybody thinks Ron Paul's a complete idiot in the Republican debates. And he's like, yeah, you're breeding people. When we kill them, then their family members and their friends, they hate us. That's how shit works type of description. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, So that's a more rational, in my eyes, uh, description and, and that's also a testament to how we should be anti-war and we should not promote wars overseas yes. and all our military bases all across the world it I is think- pretty terrible when you think about it. they have their own culture culture they're living and then some people halfway across the world come in and say you guys need democracy yeah this is how you should live yes i agree we shouldn't have anything to do with it we should trade with them yeah that's ruthless sounds ruthless because for example trading with china is kind of supporting horrible human rights violations. Yeah, that we don't, I mean, no one's ever been in there. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. The Uyghurs camps. Have you ever heard anything about that, Johnny? No. No. The guy that wrote. Have you heard LeBron James be criticized for, for being sympathetic to China, Johnny? Mm-hmm. That's his main, I think that's one of LeBron James' main reasons he gets criticized is he's spoken out because in his mind, he's not being racist by defending China. I think is what it is. He's like, you guys are bigots. I don't hate China. Talks well about China. Everybody's like, what the fuck? They're horrible. Now, I, I, that's kind of a culture issue type thing. So I don't even know if I feel LeBron James is, knows what he's doing or is, I don't think he's purposely supporting sweatshops or anything bad. He does. He says a lot of stuff. Like, there's, yeah, a lot of people don't like him. Steve, you know... He's, he's pretty corny. You probably know about as much about him as anyone. You grew up in Cleveland. Yeah. And you've been a fan of his since he was in what grade? Well, he, he won Cleveland a title. Okay, you, but... You've got to understand how hard that is. Yeah, but let's dive in even further. When did okay. you become a fan of LeBron James? What grade was he in? Do you first remember hearing about probably him? Probably senior year. Yeah. Oh, really? I remember I had a Slam magazine with uh, Sebastian Telfair... Le- LeBron James on the cover, and they were in high school. But one of the things he's been criticized most for is, is supporting well, China. Ha- NBA yeah, is real the Hong Kong, when Daryl Morey tweeted, yeah, pro free, you know, Houston Rockets, Ho- Hong Kong, Houston and, Rockets yes. uh, general manager went out on a limb, and then they were there were fam- fans coming to stadiums wearing free Hong Kong shirts that were e- escorted out. So, basically what's happened there is Yao Ming went to the Rockets in like 2004 or something. I don't know. And he had a good career. He's like, awesome. He's like maybe my favorite player ever. Johnny, have you watched highlights? Mm-hmm. 7'6 guy who can nail free throws, is really good at passing, and can shoot from anywhere. And he's real good at blocking shots. He was just injury prone. He was injury prone. Is this new guy going to be that? We're all over the place. Yeah, I know. Ooh. 
this is Johnny's territory. That's a dangling a carrot in front of Johnny's eyes. Yeah, the, I think he will. The guy who's going to go to the Spurs. What's his name, Johnny? Wembenyama. Yep. What's his Victor Wembenyama? Yeah. Okay. Have you watched any highlights? A little bit, but it's kind of grainy. It's not like there's not that good good of footage. He's is seven there? five with shoes off. <laughs> okay, so we we can dive into that. But to back up, in two thousand four, they the Houston Rockets drafted Yao Ming, Chinese science experiment type guy, right? Number one overall, and then they they the Houston Rockets became huge in China, of course. People were wearing uh, Tracy McGrady jerseys in China. I've seen articles about this. China, that's a big deal. Uh, Houston Rockets really cornered the Chinese market. And then years later, after all these people are already, Chinese people are already a big part of the uh, National Basketball Association's business model. Um, The general manager of the team tweeted out, what was it? I don't know the exact quote. Just... Free Hong Kong, maybe something like that, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. So he, he was he was kind of tweeting a, kind of an anti-imperialist type thing where he's saying that Hong Kong should be independent of China. They yes. should have freedom. They should not have to listen to China, right? So it's a rational pro-humanity um, type thing to tweet, pro-freedom, right? And they got really criticized for it. The Chinese government was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We'd... Should I do a Chinese accent? Yep. <laughs> well, I won't do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not so happy about that. So they get mad and they start forcing the NBA to apologize. Right? Uh, yes. And, and of course they did. They're all pussies. Right? Yep. <laughs> so everybody starts saying Everybody apologized. <laughs> they just make too much money. Yeah. John Cena, his apology in Mandarin. Have you yeah. seen that? I've read about it. I, I did see it, yes. Just for acknowledging Taiwan as a country? So, yeah. So, I guess I'm a conspiracy theorist, am I? Did that did that September 11th explanation make me sound like a conspiracy theorist? Honestly, Johnny? Do you want to be a conspiracy theorist? No, actually, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't care. If it's used as a pejorative, I don't care if people can call me it. I don't know. I do believe that that explanation sounds the most rational about 9-11 to me. What do you guys think happened? I do not know. Obviously, uh, I mean, I've read up on all of it, you know. <laughs> I know. Sounds like you're holding back quite a bit. I am. I don't, you quite know. a bit. Right, Johnny? You can go deep on these, you know, and really sound crazy even if you say something. I was talking to my mom earlier, telling right? her about the uh, the Fauci stuff I just told you. Yeah. And also how I think the CIA is pushing the trans stuff in schools. Yes. I believe that. Johnny, does that make me sound crazy? I'm not even necessarily buying in, I don't think, as much to the hatred that goes into the, oh, my God, they got to stay away from my kids. and that. But it just evokes such a visceral, primal emotion. Yes. From an average man who's like, they're doing what around my kids? Ah! Ah! Like, they'll run through a brick wall. And <laughs> that shit's going on hard all across the country now. Very divisive. And, you're, you know, your kids are at school more than home. Yeah. A lot of times you don't know what work they're doing, what, what they're reading, what is in every classroom. Do you? Your kids go to private wall. schools, do you? They go to private school, yes. Do you ever concerned about anything weird being talked to them about? 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of um, that stuff's pushed everywhere. You know, like yeah, it may be subtly, maybe it's even, not overtly. Yeah, even YouTube. You know, if you give your kid a tablet and they're on YouTube long enough, some weird stuff comes up. You know, mm-hmm. or like you know. What's interesting is they tried to outlaw TikTok recently, make it illegal in the United States. Yeah. Because it's very leftist, very, and it, China supposedly controls it, and they try to use it to kind of indoctrinate our kids and stuff. I've also heard that it's because Instagram and Facebook are losing out on advertisements. The Chinese, China- TikTok, which they don't own. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Rand Paul, which I, I like Rand Paul, he, he stood up for it. I, I agree, it's all leftist stuff. He said, but this is not what a free speech country should do. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so he kind of shut that down, which I think is consistent, right? And that's important as a politician. Johnny, do you think TikTok is weird? I don't I just watch, like, NBA stuff on it, so. Johnny has quite the following on TikTok. Really? My friends, yeah. How many people, how many followers do you have? 70. 70? Yeah, my friends. Well, that's all? Johnny, what would, what would you say? you have more than that? At old account. Okay, John, wait, wait, wait. It's deleted. Steve, let me dive into this. Your old account. Tell us about how many followers you got up to I there. No idea. Guess. No idea. Five hundred. Should, should I ask Steve? Yeah. Five hundred. Yeah. More than five hundred. Five hundred. Johnny. I have no idea. I don't know why you're holding back on us. I don't know what you did. Somehow Johnny got a lot of followers at one point. Why did you delete it, Johnny? Huh? Why did you delete it? Because I don't use it. What was it for? I, uh, nothing. Most of, my, most of the followers on that kind of are like bots. Oh, robots. okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I looked at it recently, and maybe it was your old one. Do you have a time cap, Kelly, that you put your kids on for devices? Nope. Do I monitor their stuff? Do you monitor? No, but at bedtime, they, they have to give me their phone. Yeah. All three of them. And it, you put, put their phone in a certain spot. You probably, probably follow them so you can see what they post. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I actually think social media is a good thing in most parts. Obviously, there's bad that comes with it, too. Obviously, there's bad that comes with everything. Yeah. Let's not pretend that there's not. Right? Free speech, guns. You want guns to be legal? <laughs> Can be some bad shit that comes along with that. Right? Does that mean we should outlaw guns? Johnny? I don't think so. Okay. Steve? No. You think there should be restrictions on guns? People should have to do a mental health evaluation? Sure. Okay. Steve? Johnny? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if they're like mentally ill, I don't think they should get it going. I say no. Well, that's stupid. Okay. You think if someone that's like schizophrenic, you think I they think should they should have, have access to guns? Yes. Why? Thank you for asking. <laughs> Constitution. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but aside from that, okay. Um. So you know, right now, Trump supporters in this country are being labeled as like if you're a hardcore Trumper, you domestic uh, terrorist. Domestic terrorist. Okay. Okay. If at some point, if you inch toward giving some autonomy, some authority to some agency to monitor who has guns, that's a step in the wrong direction. Does that make sense, Johnny? So then they can label a Trump supporter, a, a 
you have mental health issues. Yeah, it happened You're in Canada terrorist. last year. Happened in Canada a couple of years ago. Okay, they were they were freezing their bank accounts and shit. The truckers. Yeah. Any step towards that? Towards that? No thanks. Doesn't get a signature from me. Does that make any that sense? That sounds stupid. Good point. You I just changed. You, I, you just I, changed my mind. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Johnny. Just however. I'm just saying, if someone's on, like sing- on Father's Day, called me stupid. I just said that's. I didn't call okay. you. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, I'm thanks a lot. No, listen. Tell me why it's. Stupid. Let's say someone is hallucinating mm-hmm. that someone's trying to rob them, so they just start shooting everywhere. You think mm-hmm. that's okay? Nope. Don't think it's good. Okay, then why do you agree with it? Because I, heard, I heard what you said. That's but a, that, that is a steep. People price. are going to die. I agree. Okay, you just want people to die. Nope. Don't want people to die. What if it's someone you know that dies? I'd be very sad. Okay, then why do you agree with it? Because I think the opposite of it is very bad. That's dangerous. We should really make a conceited effort to avoid the bad shit. The worst part of being a little bit unsafe is having a authoritarian regime clap down on you like what Yanni escaped. You think that if we don't let people with schizophrenia get guns... We're going to turn into Cuba. J- Johnny's looking. He's has a good I heart. I appreciate the honesty. He has yeah. a good heart. He cares about people's well-being. Yeah. Kelly, you are more of, as soon as these agencies get too much, too powerful, they'll use it against you in a negative way. Mm-hmm. One moment. Yeah, so Johnny, you want people to be safe. So you, you're, right? And you're worried about government overreach, right? And it is okay for us to disagree and to discuss these things, obviously, even if you had different opinions. Does that make sense? I'm worried about government overreach. That's the recap for me. Does that, does that make me sound yes. kind of like a conspiracy which, theorist? Which they've been abusing. In my for, opinion, yeah. With mandates and closing local business. So you're sold on it, John? Forcing you to get vaccinated. So Steve, you're sold on what I said? Yes. Okay. You know what I admire about Yanni is there's a couple things that we've come to where we disagree on things and then we end up changing each other's mind. Yeah. There's certain issues that you haven't really hashed out. Like I never thought about the vaccine type shit. I remember thinking anti-vax people were kind of stupid. How long have you been an anti-vaxxer, Steve? Well, I've been, you know, the conspiracy stuff has always interested me for... Since I've been online, you know, my kids and have then, all had all the vaccines recommended. Have yours? Yes, and and twice that I know of. I don't think we got like boosters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. You yeah. got the initial one, which is the same as what I, I got. We just got one. Yeah, me too. They they haven't had no, any. no. But what I mean is, prior to that, RFK Jr. says in 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 nineteen seventies. Uh, newborn babies got about 16 total shots. Now they get like... Of o- three vaccines. Okay. Now they get like over 700. No, 72. No, I think it's more than that. 72 different vaccines. But you get lots of dosage of them. So yes, he said yes. stuck a total of over 700 times. Yes. So you have some vaccine schedule, which he says, which is just like... And then it, it coincides with Fauci saying, no, we need new stuff and we need this. And it's just all corrupted. It's a very... I'm, a, I'm an anarchist. So I don't believe in the legitimacy of any government at all. I know that makes me sound crazy too. I don't care. Um, but since we live in this country, we might as well try to make the best of it. And vote for, you know, you know, promote what we think is best and all that stuff. So I don't believe in the regulatory authorities really or anything. But if we're going to have them, 
Might as well have some system in place where we try to make sure that that <laughs> shit like that's not going on. Do you know how many medications Americans are on? A lot. It's insane. And the rate of autism has went up a lot, too. Does that make you sound like a vac- uh, uh, conspiracy theorist? Yeah, do, you, do you believe vaccines can cause autism, Steve? Absolutely, yes. Okay. I work with a lady who has two children that are autistic, and she said she didn't notice it with her first child. But with her second, he, he was, her child was developing properly. How do we know that? that properly. Can... Okay. Um, they were vaccinated, and, and the ver- verbal... Everything shut down. She, her personal opinion is that she has a gene in her family that reacts mm. with the vaccines. Wow. I I will say, um, it is wild how many people have two autistic kids and shit like that. So yeah. there may be something to that. I am for. I it's they make it so hard to. I mean, it's hard to be to do anything if your kids aren't vaccinated, right? They you basically have to homeschool. If you avoid every vaccination, right? Uh huh. You you can't send them to school. Not even a, or a, a real nice private school or daycare or public think. public school, right? Certainly not public schools. Okay. I don't know about private schools, to be honest. I will actually. I shouldn't say that. I don't know that like any of the Catholic schools or anything don't require vaccines. I would I'd, say I, I should know that I don't. You know, when I went in to get my kids vaccinated, they'll give you like four four at once. Okay. I think it's smart to space those out. Mm. Have one. You know, ask if you could do one this week, one a couple weeks. Twice with my kids, when they've gotten vaccinated, they've had high fevers that evening. Both, you, both, both kids. Do you regret getting them vaccinated? No, I'm not that educated on it. Um, I feel like it's hard. It's hard to, you know, if I lived on a farm and I could yeah. homeschool my kids and I had okay. my own food source, would I? You know, probably not. But okay. You feel what, Johnny? We're talking about, like, Every single vaccine. Correct. Yep. Because the whole like thing's been like, corrupted. So like you you when you were born, they give you a hepatitis B shot. Yeah. That doesn't mean that none of them work. Straight out the right? womb, right? Right, they, Kelly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but also, we're not, we're not saying that they don't work. Your mom was tested for hepatitis B before you were born, right? Okay. Yes. So, so if she didn't have it, then why should a child get a hepatitis B shot, which is... Mostly um, obtained through homosexual activity, needles, um, right? Yeah. Later in life? Yep. Well, I, not to keep parroting RFK, but he said, you know, they made this vaccine and they were losing billions of dollars. So the government said, well, let's administer it to children. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's just, Shit it's like all that. about money, yeah. Yeah. So what was your, your, your question, Johnny, was... All of the vaccines? You're saying what? So, like, you, if I was born again, I would have zero vaccines. No, I'm not saying that. But, I mean, if you don't get a vaccine, couldn't you, like, get, like, some disease, like, from 100 years ago? That I think solved? that in a perfect world, what I would do is if you were born again, we would look at, like, okay, which are the most important vaccines? Critically think about it. How long did they t- run double-blinded uh, tests on these? You know, they had an eight-year, then a 12-year, and a 16-year, and it looks like, wow, you need this polio vaccine. Then it's a risk, maybe. We, we say, okay, the risks are there. We get it. We see the risks. But polio sounds worse. So we're going to take a little bit of a risk. We realize it's at least a little bit of a risk. Instead of just going, yeah, what does the CDC say? <laughs> what does Fauci say? Because that's basically what it is. And Fauci has proven 
definitively, in my eyes, to be corrupt. Now, people, you know, some people, some people think um, Fauci's not that bad of a guy. So I don't know. They do, Steve. Right? Well, and you have every director of the CDC. You know, as soon as their job's up, they become the. He's like president of Merck or like. Walensky, the director of the CDC now. So you don't think she's there's much of an argument to say that it's not corrupt? Pharmaceutical company. You don't think there's royalties. You don't think there's the rest e- of her life. This is why Joe Rogan's offering this money because <laughs> RFK will just own him. Yes. And this is the main issue to RFK becoming a presidential candidate is that he's been known for years as being a, a vac- anti-vaxer. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm past the point of. Yeah, I'm. I'm there of, with you now. Of now, like I said, I don't really believe, changing. I'm not saying that none of them ever work. Not saying that. I know, but we get so wrapped up in, you know, presidents changing your lifestyle or aligning with your beliefs. I, I, I just don't think that's realistic anymore. Fair. I'm with that. Fauci's been there through all the presidents since the 80s. In 1984, he became the director of the NIAH or something like that. Yeah. This book is interesting. RFK, it's called The Real Anthony Fauci's. The name of the book, I'm about halfway done with it, a little over halfway done. It's very good. But he talks about how Fauci was very handsome as a young man, very charming. Who? Uh, Anthony Fauci. Do you know who he is? No, no. Who said that? RFK. RFK. Bobby Kennedy's son. Bobby Kennedy Jr. Who we watched a video about senior the other day. Yeah. Um, he said that he was very handsome, very charming. He always liked to be on TV talking about how he's saving the AIDS people and all this. And then if you look back at it critically, he actually killed a bunch of them. Like definitively killed tons of gay people. Definitively. By just following money instead of following the scientific method. And then during COVID, he said multiple times, I am science. Like, (laughs) if you don't see Fauci... He was using some of the same phrases during the the AIDS AIDS crisis, But he's done it like a a bunch of times since the AIDS prior to this too. So every time something happens, he's like, well, what can we do? It looks like we'll start requiring these. And and Bill Gates is involved and he's always funding these horribly biased studies. Always testing Testing, on African children. Always testing in Africa. Just kill a bunch of Africans, no big deal, literally. And it's all done for profit, but it's all presented as humanitarian and a lot of people believe bill gates and anthony fauci are great people yeah i feel i know somebody that died of covid close and do i know him um well you know my sister was is divorced she was um oh yeah she dated this man for five years five plus years lived with him had a family together she just didn't want to remarry because she was divorced you know and he got COVID. Was he unhealthy? Slightly overweight, yeah. Did he have diabetes or yeah, anything? Yes. He had diabetes? Yes. Insulin-dependent diabetes? I don't know about that. Okay. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is to produce the COVID vaccine, you can't have any other um, medicines that are effective Against COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why they nuked ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine because you can't get FDA approval because they already made the money on that emergency use authorized vaccine. If there's other treatments for the disease, yes, does that and, make sense, John? And there are other treatments. There's there's drugs out that could have treated these COVID people. Joe Rogan publicly took them when he got COVID. Yes, and he got better lot, real fast. A lot of people were 
um, acquiring these medicines on the side in case they got sick. Um, so, you know, he went to the hospital. They said, come back when you're more sick. You know, when your fever's higher, they, they'd send people home. Then you get in, they put you on remdesivir, which RFK also said they used to treat Ebola. Mm-hmm. And Ebola has a 53% death rate, and remdesivir was killing more people than Ebola, the disease was. So they stopped that. That's the medicine they used to treat COVID. Then they put you on a ventilator. And these hospitals, it's top down. They're getting instructions. This is how you treat this. It's not like each doctor can do what they want mm-hmm. and provide treatment. Not only that, you know? if they even have an opinion outside of the acceptable thing, yes. they're blackballed and yes. they lose their job Fired. and they're mocked. Uh, Trump announced, Johnny, that hydrochloroquine, do you remember that? He said, we got Hydroxy. some uh, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Um, was a good treatment for it was some sanitizer. He tried to describe it, and he sounded pretty dumb. Yep. Right? We admit yes. that. Uh, I try not to be a Trump defender, although I am entertained by him. Um, he tried. I bet he, RFK or someone like RFK told him hydro, hydroxychloroquine is a good treatment. And so he went into a press conference, and he tried to describe it, and he made it sound like it was like a home sanitizer or something, yes. is what people said. Yep. Do you think he actually made it sound like that, Steve? No. It was blown out of proportion. So then people started claiming that people saw Trump, Johnny, say that on TV. So they started drinking like their all-purpose cleaner at home, and then they died. (laughs) That's what they were claiming. Literally, there was like articles that said multiple people are in the emergency room for drinking home antibacterial cleaner. Because he said it was a cleaner or some type of antiseptic. Which probably wasn't even true, right? Which wasn't true what? I don't think anybody drank it because of what Trump said. Yeah. I doubt. And if they did, Trump's still not accountable for that. I, I watched that clip multiple times. I remember. I don't remember exactly what he said. But if you watched that clip and then you went and drank home antiseptic cleaner, antibacterial cleaner at your house, I mean, you've got some mental issues. And I'm not saying you deserve to have anything bad happen to you. But, I mean, that's very bizarre because remember- he did not suggest that yeah. at all. Those were, every day was a crazy news cycle with him, right? Every, it was just so provocative. It was hostile uh, online, right? Yeah. He would tweet, he would get Kofif in the middle of the night. It would be front page news for a week, right? Yeah, it was crazy. It's interesting for you, Johnny, to be growing up over the, since 2016. So in 2016, Johnny, you were seven. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So this is what Johnny knows about politics. <laughs> it's well, Trump. The Trump saga, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you feel like most people your age that you see, Johnny, think Trump is a loser? No idea. Don't know. Don't talk to people about that. You don't t- talk to people at school? Probably. Probably most of them I do? Think, yeah. Okay. I think we had like an election at my school. Like some reason, like when I was in like fourth grade, my school like had an election. You could either vote for Trump, I think Hillary Clinton, maybe. Okay, okay. so you were seven, that's what I was so saying. So they were testing to see how well they were indoctrinating you. Yeah, I think <laughs> Hillary Clinton won. Do you care to mention if you voted? I voted for Trump. Did you? That's what. That's it's very what young to be getting into yeah, politics, that's what I right? Was doing. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't care about I voted for Trump when I was 14. Yeah, yeah. The scary part of it for, for, for some people is that it, it makes it sound to some... Like, if you're sympathetic to Trump at all, I'll say I think Trump's the best president of my life. And I'm not going to vote for him this next time, but I do believe that. 
Uh, uh, Bill Clinton actually can make a case in some ways because the the budget he like. Have you seen the numbers? Have you tried to review it during uh, Bill Clinton? Newt Gingrich was the speaker of the House, I think. And somehow they like balanced the budget. Like the economy was doing real good and everything worked. I mean, it was there were some other factors that were uh, favorable to them. But on paper, I think Clinton. I mean, they did bad shit. The crime bill was passed. I mean, it's all evil. Don't get me wrong. At all, they're all evil, including Trump. And RFK, if he becomes president, if he authorizes a drone strike in the in the other country that you can't definitively say was def- was protecting us, does that sound extreme? Then I think he's evil. Does that make make any sense? Yep. Johnny, mm-hmm. you guys don't have to agree with me. I'm not. I mean, maybe it sounds like I am. It's my show, but um, I, I really, for some reason, lately have gotten on a kick where I've thought that wars are a big part of what um, feeds the whole corrupted machine. I watched a 10-part special on Amazon Prime about the Vietnam War. Ken Burns, real good documentary filmmaker. Yanni and I watched it. And man, I mean, that was a cons- conscripted... That's a conspiracy that a conscript, came true, right? A conscripted um, thing, uh, military action, war. It was a conspiracy theory that came through? Well, I mean... the. The Gulf of Tonkin, right? Okay, so yep. Struck, strike a naval ship. We did it ourselves to initiate the war. Mm-hmm. I believe that. You? I think a lot of those old conspiracy theories are basically just like fact. Yeah. Like RFK's going on podcasts publicly saying, oh, there's no real question that my uncle was murdered by the CIA. Yeah. That's the government. And he's trying to run... To be the president, uh, that sounds pretty crazy, doesn't it? 58,000 Americans died in that war, the Vietnam War, 58,220. And so that means it's real bad for us. Iraq War, a bunch of our people died. Let's see how many. How many you think died in Iraq War? All right, 4,431. Okay, so not as many. People can't seem to a care. A lot of Iraqis, though, right? And civilians. Yeah, and now I know it sounds like I'm being like a social justice warrior, and I'm like, oh, no, what about the innocent people? You could play that card against me, but like like a ton of people are dying right now in Ukraine. I don't think that's cool. We have it really good here. It's difficult to like try to actually think about like what other people are going through. I yes. know. Well, and a lot of our government intervention in other countries, non-war-based, is... One of the reasons why we're so rich. and There's a right. case to be made there. Just shut up, Kelly. <laughs> Just go with it and enjoy your good life, you whiny bitch. Yeah, you have cell service everywhere, clean water. Ah, oh, God damn it, Mom. They forgot to pick up my, uh, my dry cleaning. That's what I complain about. This video is buffering. <laughs> when is it going to load? Your Wi-Fi sucks. That's the life we live. Yeah. We've all got cars. We're doing good compared to the rest of the world. If you talk to Yanni about like how it is in Cuba, it's crazy. Obviously. A lot of people don't know that though. Like even Yanni has been victim to it. We were talking one day about like uh, living in Vietnam now because we're looking at clothes. Like if we looked at all our shirts right now, a lot of them are made in Vietnam and, you know, they're thinking about it. She was like, I think everything's doing fine there. She said that. 
I think everything's fine. And then we looked into it. Everything is not fine yeah. in Vietnam. I work very with, with a guy from uh, Vietnam. He says it sucks there now. He's, that's why he left. Con- yeah, yeah, communist. Yeah. You uh, have to escape. Leave your whole family. Yeah. Yeah, horrible shit happens too on the way. Horrible corrupt, shit happens when people are desperate. Everybody's poor. When people get really poor and they don't have money, bad shit happens. And you're all fighting over resources. It's not a pleasant place to be. Corrupt cops, everything's corrupted. So we kind of, as Americans, assume, like, I haven't heard much about that country lately. I'm sure everything's fine. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Can't be that bad. But actually, it, it appears, I've never been to any. I was in Mexico. Um, I've never been anywhere where it's bad. You, Steve? Ever been to the Dominican Republic or a tropical island? No. Have you ever been out of the country, Johnny? Passport? No. Any desire to go out of the country? No. We're going to Florida next week or tomorrow morning. You excited? You like the beach? I just got back. From where? Florida. What part? It's um between Destin and Panama City. Okay. Um, We're like going to Destin. Seaside area. Okay. Yeah. okay. We're going to Destin. Do you like the beach, Johnny? Not in particular the, the water, do you? No. No. I love it. You like cooking out and hanging out like on the sand and stuff? Yeah. Kind of. Okay. What's your favorite thing to do at the beach, Steve? Just be there. Drinking beer? No, just the ocean. Really? Yeah. I like going out in the water. It's yeah, a good me workout. too. Yeah. yeah. It's a good workout. Uh, I'll do some hot yoga while we're there. Yanni and I will do some hot yoga. So RFK is a candidate um, who who's running for president. It's really a prompted in some way you and i steve we've been texting about him lately right he's fascinating yeah. so what if you can't vote third party rfk versus trump i won't vote my option will be to not vote because although rfk okay biden versus trump i'm not voting. no third party i'm not voting who do you like because i want to look back when i die when i'm 80 who do i like better biden or trump you want to look back? He's definitely and say, funnier. Is that what you mean? <laughs> say I, I wasted my vote. What? On the libertarian. No, uh, I'm going to look back and say I refuse to. Um, he has strong opinions about these. He does. Johnny's actually a vocal critic of my libertarian strategy, yeah. and I'd like to dive into that. Um, I'd like to look back and say I stood for something. I know it sounds corny. No, I I, I agree. When I die, Johnny die at some point you'll be like my dad did at least vote for something he like at least tried to stand for something so i don't i voted for rand paul for senate he's the guy who votes against war every time i was proud to vote for him he's the only member consistently really (laughs) senate that votes against war and spending and he and he lectures fauci and i mean so i was proud to vote for him now, he has technically voted for some versions of war, so you could make an argument on being a little, but I think net positive. Presidents, I look back years later and they start some war, I voted for that. Does that make sense? Because we start war with people and then just fucking kill a bunch of literally innocent people, a lot, and nobody here seems to really give a fuck. Drone strikes on weddings because a terrorist is a moment. Yeah. Even this thing in Russia, I mean, Vladimir Putin's, Putin's definitely evil, and he should not be killing all these people in Ukraine, but we shouldn't have anything to do with it, and we definitely instigated it. Does that make me sound like a conspiracy theorist? No. Nope. Does it make me sound like a Putin apologist, Johnny? No. Do you know who Vladimir Putin is? Yeah. 
Do you think I'm wasting my vote when I vote Libertarian? Me? Yes, Johnny. I believe it's not doing anything. If you were to be of one, age... One would, person. If, if you were to be... Let's imagine Johnny is 18 years old right it's, now. It's going to be completely different. Right the, now? The political scan- I landscape. I would probably just vote for Trump. Okay. I appreciate the transparency. That takes some balls to say that on a podcast, right, Steve? Right, I, in a way. I mean, I, it's good that you're confident to say that. Um, would you also vote for, like, Republicans for... I will vote for uh, Daniel Cameron in the governor race. Okay. Because he doesn't get to work, vote. Does that make sense? I know you're friends with him. No, I'm not friends with him. You've met him. I've met him, yeah. He's your neighbor. Um, I will vote for him, even though I think if he one day became president, I would not vote for him. Okay. Because I'm sure he would be pro-war. Too much for me. So, uh, in the governor race, foreign policy, of course, is irrelevant. I am confident a Republican will do a better gov- a better job as governor than... And if there was a real good libertarian candidate, I would probably vote for that. But I don't think there is. There's not. There's no candidate for governor that's libertarian this time. So, uh, And to be honest, I could even say, no, I w- in that case, I would not vote libertarian. Because that does impact us. Who our governor is. Andy Bashir is a, quite the pussy. When's there a new election for governor? Every oh, four years? November. November, yep. Is it two years or four years? So in Kentucky, it's a four-year term for governor. You can be elected for two consecutive four-year terms, but then you have to sit out. So same for president? Uh, not the same rule for president. I think there is one president who served three terms, Steve, uh, right? They got uh, FDR. Is that right, Johnny? Franklin or something. Thank you. Three terms. Roosevelt, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were right, Johnny. Johnny, for some reason, has been interested in learning about the history of the presidents. That's good. I was impressed. So for the governor, it's two, you can do two four-year, four-year terms, and then you can run after you sit out, I guess. So I'll vote for, for Daniel Cameron, happily. Yeah. Instead of Bashir's bitch ass, because that's not, there's no element of drone bomb, you know, drone striking. It's like, I think DeSantis, for example, is a really good governor. But as soon as you give him some power, some foreign policy power. Look at his congressional voting record. Yeah. It's very pro-war. He's a former Navy SEAL. Yeah. We'd be fucking some people up. Obama ran on a completely anti-war platform to get in office. He sounded great, and he's so well-spoken. Johnny, were you saying it to me the other day? Mm-hmm. What were you saying? I can see why he became a president. Why people for voted sure, for yeah. him. Yeah. He speaks well. It's a popularity contest, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> I hope we get an exciting Trump versus... Yeah, I think... It, all right, so listen, Biden's going to be... Biden's 80 right now, okay? I think if he, he wins the presidency again... He'll he be 86 w- when he's done? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is that real? Is this really going to happen? Does everybody think he's the favorite for that? I mean, Trump would be like 82, right? When it ends. Good counterpoint, Johnny. I think. Okay, so Trump will also but I mean, be Trump's Trump also- hasn't shown signs of d- yeah. diminishing... Yeah. Dimension. He hasn't fallen. I was at jujitsu the other day, and someone said to me, 
I said, Biden fell again yesterday, and I knew there was a Democrat next to me. And they said, um, I said this. I kind of was baiting them. <laughs> I said, that's one thing. Trump never fell. <laughs> I mean, Trump still, like, plays golf. Yeah, and they say he's pretty good. Yeah. They say Trump's pretty good at golf. Like, legitimately plays with pros, and he's pretty good. Yeah. Different, different animal. Different old guy. And he eats like McDonald's. Trump's an animal. Yeah. Right? He says he refuses to read books. So, I mean, that's not necessarily the greatest thing. But other than that, you see those things where they said that if someone hands him a report, the only way to get him to really read the whole thing is to, like, mix his name into it. You got to have his name mentioned a lot so he stays engaged. <laughs> He's entertaining. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not a Trump hater. I think Trump derangement... Syndrome is real. <laughs> it's why it's why we Yanni and I named our dog Donald. Yeah, I almost think it would be better for the Republican Party though if it was DeSantis. You have a lot of never Trumpers out there, mm-hmm. people that are just don't want the headache again, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if you just said Trump didn't exist at all and it was DeSantis, DeSantis versus Biden. Mm-hmm. I, I see DeSantis as being pretty divisive too, and he will immediately. People, in my mind at least, um, it's easy to forget how years ago Kanye West said George Bush doesn't care about black people, and so every, before social media, everybody was saying George Bush was a giant racist. Imagine if social media existed then. Yeah, didn't. Okay, so what I'm saying is this: it's easy to be a slave to the moment and be like Trump is the racist. Everybody's oh he's toxic. Got to get distance. We'll switch that over to DeSantis like that, too. Trust yep. me. He's shutting down all this uh, uh, critical race theory talk in schools in Florida and all this uh, sexuality, the so-called, I know it's not called that, the so-called don't say gay bill. So <laughs> well, he, he'll be divisive A lot of fuck. other policy, too. Maybe right? even more. The, um, ESG, right? I like um, that. I, I, any type of social credit score. He's anti that. Yes. Okay. He's good on, on a lot of things. Um, are you familiar with the laws that have been passed against like transgender um, public displays and things in Florida? or any, Are you familiar with that, Steve? I don't know all the details. But what I've heard, because I actually am infatuated with listening to leftist media. Not like CNN. Not the shitty kind. The thoughtful uh, you know, there are some Glenn Greenwald and um, actually Glenn Greenwald's not a good example because I don't know what he is. He's great. I love him. But there's other leftists who I don't agree with really on anything and I try to listen to. And they have are claiming that uh, DeSantis has passed a lot of anti-trans rights bills. Okay. And I agree they should not be around the kids. I don't know. But the, the, I, I would have to really dive into all that. To, if it's actually like anti-trans rights, I am not pro that. I would. That sounds, uh, that sounds uh, social justice warrior e. I don't care. It depends on what the law is. I'd need to see it. I would probably say ninety-nine percent of Americans believe whatever their side says. Well, no, no, no. Just if you polled them realistically, they'd say, "Yeah, we don't want that around our children." You think ninety-nine percent? Right? I don't. I think a lot of it is just. 
Twitter divisiveness. I think it's there for a reason. Okay, I'm I'm with I, you. I don't think that's a large okay. pool of people. I know. I have gay family members, friends that are disagree with the trans stuff. drag shows. Yes, just trans everything. athletes. I heard Robert yes. F. Kennedy. Have you heard that? No. Someone asked him a couple days ago. What do you think of males competing as females in transgender sports stuff? Have you heard his response about that? No. He was great on it. He basically tried to articulate what I just said. If DeSantis is, he said, I, I like a bunch of what DeSantis did during COVID. Now, some of his other stuff that's went on lately, I don't know. I'd need to really dive into it. Yeah. Uh, but he made it very clear he thinks it's bullshit <laughs> to have a biological man competing against biological females in sports. I, I, but but he you, wants to make sure if there's any law passed that we need to make sure that we're nice about it, that we're not actually anti-trans. I bet if you polled the country, 85% of people would disagree with males competing with females. Wouldn't you, don't you think? Earlier you went 99. You think it's more, you think now, it's more split? Earlier you said 99, now you're backing off You think 85. it's 50-50? What's next, Steve? Johnny, what you... No, I didn't say 50-50. I'm just, I just don't know. I just don't think it's a real issue. I don't know where you're at. We're consumed by this stuff. I uh, mean, what do you think, Johnny? I don't even think, like, the people, like, transgender people competing in the other sports. Yeah. I don't, I mean, do you, do you think they, like, think that that's fair? Who? The person doing it? Yeah. Do you think they personally think it's fair? There's, I mean, there's a reason they did it, to win. Le- that one Leah Swimmer is the face Leah of Leah Thomas. Is that her yeah. name? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walking around the uh, he, locker room he with wanted dick, to win. Walking around the locker room with the dick hanging out. Still has a dick. <laughs> and, and and there was teammates of her saying, yeah, she's, we, we could do without the walking around with the dick hanging out stuff. <laughs> okay, maybe 85. I don't know what the percentage is. But I do believe the CIA... This makes me sound like a conspiracy theorist. No, it's it, they promote this. They want everybody to be mad at each other. Johnny, do you, what do you think? Because it, it, people do care about it, right? Care about what? Like uh, 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 traditional Republicans right now care about the trans stuff being pushed on everyone. They like they disagree. Correct. Yeah. Dang. So it, it's a successful. It culture, seems like a, culture war thing that, in my mind, is making us all argue with each yes. other. Just while like we're bombing with, the shit out of other countries in the Middle East yep. and other things because we want to make contracts similar to the Fauci approach to, hey, we got to get these new patents out. We got to start getting new uh, uh, vaccines out. There's another department. That's the medical industrial complex. There's another department, the military industrial complex. Where like, we want to manufacture more and more bombs and shit. We need to be selling this shit. That's how we make our money. Who can we sell this to? You got to start airstriking people. I know that sounds fucked up. Does that sound? Does that make me sound like a conspiracy theorist, Johnny? No. It seemed like a, so. a designed. I mean, I don't effort, mind if right? I do. I, I'm at the point where I don't. If someone calls me a conspiracy theorist, I really don't think I care. Is my point. Because a lot of conspiracies end up coming true. You hear RFK say some of the same stuff Alex Jones says about the frogs. Yeah. Okay. And Alex Jones' presentation with it is, they're turning the frogs gay. Oh, my God. Do you know who Alex Jones is? about five or ten years ago. Do you know who Alex Jones is? Yeah. And so he's, they're turning the frogs gay. And he's like taking his shirt off and sweating and, I don't know, pouring maple syrup on his bare chest. He does the craziest shit. So people, of course, are like, yeah, we don't trust him. But then when RFK comes along, and his goal is to like bring the two parties together. Yeah. He's like, hey, let's just take a rational look at this. 
no women, men shouldn't be able to compete against women. What the fuck? He would politely, no, we're not even going to entertain that type stuff. So what I'm saying is I, I'm sure I wouldn't like everything Kennedy did as president. Someone asked him about student loan forgiveness. Have you heard that? No. He's basically pro-student loan forgiveness. What is he on um, abortion? I'm sure he's pro-choice. I, I haven't heard it. Good question. I'm guessing he's pro-choice. So my whole thing is a good Democrat should like this guy. I think. Mm-hmm. If you actually stand for free speech, I told my mom earlier, and I'm a broken record, so I keep saying it, but one of my favorite things that I hear from RFK in these interviews is he continually references in 19, I think it's the 70s, there were Nazis, actual Nazis who had survived the war, and then they were recruiting new Nazi members, and they were um, they were pro- they were marching publicly, which is a right in our country. You should be able to do that. Skokie, Illinois, in 1977, the ACLU supported. Everybody was proud to say these Nazis are marching and this small city was trying to shut down the rights for the Nazis to speak. And guess who came to support the rights of the Nazis to speak? A group of Jewish people. A group, a Jewish organization that said, we understand the fucking value of free speech. We disagree entirely, and people would say stuff like, my uh, uncle, my aunt, and my father all died in the Holocaust. And I support their, their right to say that. And so he's referenced that a couple of times. And I liked that even prior to hearing him say it. So I'm all in on the RFK stuff right now for wanting him to be the Democratic. Does that make sense what I described? Yeah. Free, free speech is very fucking important. Well, you're a libertarian, right? So even like if you had a restaurant and you said... Um only this race is allowed in. Do you think that should be? That's jumping right to some polarizing shit. Yes, I think that should be legal. And then you, in a perfect you, world, you let the community in a perfect world. boycott that company. Yeah, I would not attend it. Itself. If I had a black friend who said to me, hey, Kelly, I want these tennis shoes from this store. Would you go in there? They don't allow blacks. Would you go in there and buy them for me? It's a real good deal. I would go in to help to do that. But other than that, I don't think I would support those companies at all. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm not pro-divisiveness at all. Black people should also be able to do that. There was a case years ago about a donut shop or something, and a police officer went in, and the African-American owner refused to serve the police officer. And they, ha- they ended up going back, and then they had to. I disagree with that. They're a private business owner. They should be able to do whatever yes. they want as long as it doesn't hurt someone else. Or baking a cake for the, the gay couple, right? Have you heard about that one, Johnny? What was it? The, the gay couple and the cake. They wouldn't. Yeah, so, so someone goes into a Christian-owned bakery. Guy owns this small little bakery, and it's a gay man, I think. And he goes in and says, hey, I want you to bake a cake for me. I'm getting married to my husband. My fiancé, he's a man. We want to have two little men, two little men on top of the cake. Hugging or something? I don't know. And they said, no, thanks. We're not making that. Do you think legally they should have to? No. Okay. All right. Let's do a little exercise here then. Let's say it's the other way around. And a Black Lives Matter activist owns a store. 
and someone goes in and wants to, it's a, uh, a donut store, like kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Cops go in and say, I, I want to get um, a special donut made, or it's a bakery. Let's say it's a bakery. I want to get a, a police reunion. I've been on the force now for 30 years. I'm getting a police reunion thing. I would like a cake with a bunch of little police officers in there celebrating the police force. And they said, we're not doing that. Do you think they should be required to do it? No. Okay. See, at least consistency. That's good. I mean, in my opinion, they should. But I mean, like, freedom, you know. Okay. You should have the right not to. In your opinion, the gay, the the, the church guy then should also, for the gay couple. I, I said what I said. Okay, don't. No, I'm asking. I'm asking. You think I'm trying to trick you into sound like a bigot? I don't know. <laughs> I said what I said. Okay. I appreciate that. You're taking I, a stand. I, I, all I said was, it should just be freedom. What do you want to be when you grow up, Johnny? No idea. Okay. What do you think he should be, Steve? Run for office, president? I don't know. No. Fair. I would probably do something where, you know, I got some uh, purpose from my job, maybe helping somebody, firefighter, maybe something that won't be automated. Firefighter is an interesting topic when it comes to libertarianism. One of the arguments would be anarchists who will put out the fires, stuff like that, right? Definitely a, a topic that's... But a lot of those people, I mean, they're called to every gruesome accident or crash. So they... they it's come, not just firefighters. They come home with a lot of baggage, a lot of, you know, if somebody gets flattened on the road, it's firefighters scraping them off the road. You Correct, know? yeah, yeah. So that's something a firefighter would be something that's kind of physical. Yeah, you have to be in shape, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. A cool element to it. I think a big part of long-term like happiness and satisfaction with life, in my opinion, I'm biased, is being physically in good shape. And Definitely good for your mental health, right? Yeah. And I think using it in your, like if you're a mechanic and you know you're good at doing this with your hands, you can go fix cars real well. And it takes a minute to like take this lug, this nut off or something. You know, you can do it. You're strong. You're good at that. You do it every day. There's some degree of satisfaction with shit like that that I've never really experienced. I'm not handy. Um, but I do, I've heard Adam Carolla talk about it a lot, and it, it makes sense. I know when I clean up my yard, like I cleared out a bunch of bushes the other day. I showed Johnny. How many times have I showed you that, Johnny? It makes you feel better at the yeah. end of the day. How many times have I showed you that? <laughs> yeah. talked about it. Talked about it a lot. Yeah. Act like it's a huge deal. Showed all the kids, showed my wife multiple times. They don't give a shit about it. Yes. But I did something, and I'm like, you know, feel a degree of satisfaction. Absolutely. You do the same shit, yard work. Yeah, definitely grew up with, you know, my dad had so many tasks for us to do. I remember one time I had a Honda, or I'm sorry, a Ford Escort, and your dad was helping me do something on it. I forget what it was. You remember that? Maybe uh, helping your air conditioning? Something so, like that, yeah. yeah. I remember your dad was good with cars. Yeah. Was your dad a Democrat? Yeah, yeah but I know he, that's he died a while back. So, yeah. Bill Clinton supporter, but that was Democrats were pro-union. Yep. 
um, blue collar pro blue blue collar workers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that seemed to flip a lot. Um, you know, Trump saved a lot of those Ford plants that were being built in Mexico. A lot okay. of you know, I think Ford is Kentucky's biggest employer. So there's probably a lot of new hires there that maybe wouldn't have a job if they were able to open plants in Mexico. Okay. Right? Um, so I don't know what he'd be today. You know, I don't know what... what How long ago did... Because Biden struck down the uh, railroad worker strike, right? Mm-hmm. That's not pro-union. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's not pro-union. No. <laughs> I can't believe so many people are going to vote for Biden. That's why I'm so infatuated, I think, with RFK. Like, Do you believe that many people will vote for, vote for him, though? The most votes ever? Yes. Really? Yep. Now, maybe butchered. M- more maybe, vo- votes than Obama got? Maybe. Joe, Joe Biden. Yeah, because I think people hate Trump that much. That's well, all it is. Isn't that... That's what I'm getting at. Wouldn't DeSantis be... If Trump didn't exist... You can make a case for that. Yeah, you can make a case for that. I agree. But Trump would have to cease to exist if he's there in the background. <laughs> Trump is insane. It's hilarious. He's, he's, he's crazy. He's just still bragging about Operation Warp Speed. He brags about the way he handled COVID. <laughs> so there's so much shit that's bad. But... There's at least some shit that's good, right? Before COVID, he was like bragging. No one listened. The news didn't cover it. Bragging that African-Americans had that lowest unemployment rate ever. Or since in like 30 years or something. He was very proud of that. African-Americans were doing relatively well. I do believe he wanted things like that. Yeah. Um, And actually like tried to take some action for that type of stuff. I do. I think that Trump... You know, wants to be a good president. Yeah, people were tired of the of the bought and paid for politicians, and Trump was a middle finger to that, right? Obama kind of was considered that originally too, though, because he was anti-war. He was anti. He was talking a lot about Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. And yeah, Trump <laughs> didn't pardon those guys. That's, no, he didn't. Yeah. Whistleblowers get you know crushed. Have you heard about this guy who just passed away? It's funny how when you die... The Unabomber? Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. That's not who I was going to mention. Who's this guy? This guy is... If there's a conversation that goes on and you're talking about... um, If you're talking about Edward Snowden and Julian Assange, which are whistleblowers, are you familiar with that term, Johnny? You've told me before. Have I? So it means someone who works for a company or an organization. They come across some fucked up information... But by their yeah. company policy, they're not supposed to tell anyone. They go public with it because it's for it's the right thing to do. Daniel Ellsberg, in 1971, he leaked some papers, the Pentagon Papers in 1971, basically proving that all the people involved in Vietnam, the people who were making the decisions, went into it knowing that it was a bad idea. They knew they were going to lose. It was a lost cause, but it was basically a military-industrial complex, horrible motives. So he leaked all these papers that was definitive proof. He was kind of the, I don't think the initial whistleblower, but one of the greats, and he just passed away at age, let's see, 
92. Yeah, he died June 16th. So he died two days ago. He was an anti-war guy. And he ended up avoiding jail. So he, he had a, you know, interesting life. So, so that's, if you want to talk about truth, ultimately what I think it is is truth. I've thought about this recently with my podcast. What's most appealing? If you, f- you feel like someone you're listening to, and I'll admit I've copied it off of people, so I didn't make this up, but it's truth, right? So if you try to just come at it from that angle, then I think, you know, you're at least trying to do something somewhat moral. Yeah. I think sometimes we're just wasting our energy with... Caring about politics? Yes. I mean, these agencies are too big. That's fair. Right? That's fair. The Okay. Now, the, 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 there's something to that. Now, the alternative to that would be in 2016, people got together and they thought there was kind of an actual middle finger, like you just said, to the system. Yes. And he actually won. So in my mind, that's I'm not a fan of democracy. I'm an anarchist. If I could choose it, there would be no... I'm not... Why would I vote for other people to control me? Like, what? Nobody should have any authority over me yes. unless I say they do. So I'm not philosophically like that. But if we're going to do this democracy thing... Might as well try to not crash our economy and be the next Weimar Republic and put up so much debt and the money supply goes up so much that our dollar... You know that countries right now... I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I've become one. Countries are starting to use the Chinese dollar, the Chinese currency. Yes. <laughs> instead, yeah, of the U- yeah. instead of the U.S. dollar. Have you heard that, Johnny? I think Brazil. I think, yeah, when that happens and... That's when- a big fucking country. Have you guys ever looked at a globe? I haven't seen one before, but I've heard Brazil. I think it's just like, this is news that people should be like, what? The US dollar was the dominant currency and now it's slowly losing its footing? That must mean something. That and when integrity is lost in elections, which I think a lot of Americans feel um, that the they don't trust... But or, in 2016, even, people thought Russia is how Trump won. True, so but that's, on the that was side. also a large agency. Colluding. Right? FBI. Was involved with Twitter Hillary and stuff. Hillary Clinton. Was invo- oh, okay. FISA warrants, right? So that was a... But what I'm saying, even in Arizona with Katie Hobbs and Carrie Clark, what's her name? Um, I forget. Carrie Lake. Carrie Carrie Lake. Lake. I was going to say Lake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I listen to it. I don't know if a lot of people trust that election. No, a lot of people don't. I listened to a very interesting podcast where my man Michael Malice interviewed her. I know this is really silly, but if you if you just go to Twitter and you look at go to their profiles, Katie Hobbs has like a hundred thousand followers. Okay, let's see what Carrie Lake is. Carrie Lake, super famous. She's a Republican so, in Arizona. She's just nationally famous, though, not in. Um, Arizona, obviously, because she didn't win, right? But she has, I think, over a million. Can't even find her on here. Maybe they shut her down. There's been a lot of that. What do you think of, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene and that form wing of the Republican Party? There's some nut job. They're viewed as nut jobs. Rand Paul's a nut job, according to most people in our country. Right? He's a nut. Is what most people say about him. Same goes for Marjorie Taylor Green, Carrie Lake. Yep. Those brand of Trumper. Those, uh, yes, now, Rand I think Paul's a lot of the Trumpers, m- yeah. the, you know, the government wants anybody that's not. So did you honestly buy my explanation I gave earlier about guns using the Trump thing? 
You said you did. What about people with mental health? Yeah, because that, that's a slippery slope. Then yes. all of a sudden you're... I'm against any type of... I mean, I was so against you, the, the vaccinations. My kids had to wear masks to school when, that they're, was when they were three years old. Oh, my God. That stuff bothers me. There was a... a um, you could sign up and have your kid vaccinated at school. They had a van pull up, and, you know, if you signed off on it, they'd you could get your child vaccinated for COVID. Um, yeah, any top-down, too much, too many laws I'm against, you know. So I think... It made sense. Yeah. Okay. But the Trump thing, I think, is very, you know, what's interesting is the laws that are in place that label Trump supporters domestic terrorists. Do you know who passed those? Um, yeah. George Bush Patri- yep. Patriot yep. Act. Yep. So it's used. So that's why every time some some crazy shit like the Espionage Act, which was passed in I think 1918, is really fucking Trump right now, <laughs> or it might be. You, what do you think? You think Trump's going to overcome all this, Steve? I don't know. Uh, Trump I, had some whoever, secret documents at his house, like supposedly in his garage, and right. I don't think it matters anymore, to be honest. He had some documents that he's not supposed to have had, that he's had. They were top secret, and he showed them to someone even, but it wasn't like he showed them to a foreign country trying to fuck the United States over. So this espionage law that was passed in 1918 basically to stop communists, so it sounds like a good Republican-type today, anti-communist-type thing, so let's pass it. That's why you should never pass laws (laughs) to try to avoid passing any because they end up inevitably being used against you. That, that law was passed to keep communists out of our country. Sounds good, right? Communism's bad. But the more laws that you pass, like I said, they end up coming back and biting you right in the ass. And so now Trump's a populist, right-leaning former president, and they're like trying to put him in jail for holding on to these documents under this 1918 Espionage Act. RFK has a good stance on that. In Sounds my, like you're all in. I mean, if there's such thing as a good presidential candidate, what I don't like about him, it's his some of his past comments about guns. They've dug up some comments in like 2010 where he said if someone denies environment, uh, climate change then and their impact and policy, they should go to jail. I've read that he said that. I don't know that he said it. So those are the, the bad parts of him. That doesn't sound good, does it? <laughs> he said stuff about gun control. Both his dad and his uncle were shot in the head. Or shot, yeah. killed. He's pretty hardcore when it comes to environmental. But issues. I don't mind some of his solutions because they're not like AOC type. Yeah, just restructure our entire economy for some shit that hasn't even been proven. Yep. It's going to cost like seven hundred trillion dollars or some crazy number. Instead, he's like, we should have incentives for companies to not use this, or you know, very minimal cost. So, what's going on in the world of um, sports, Johnny? What's for? Basketball. Nuggets just won. How great is Jokic? He's good. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want me to say? Is he the best basketball player alive? Right now? Yeah. Top two. Him and? Giannis. Oh. So I feel like it's really, because it's, it's kind of biased right now since they just won. When Giannis won in 2021, everyone thought he was the best in the world. Okay, okay. Steve, so, what do you think of that explanation? I think Jokic is the best player in the NBA. Uh, good point, though. Yeah, if Giannis comes back and wins the title next year, it'll be Giannis is the best. What but about MB getting the MVP? When you talk about the person, the epitome of the best basketball player is he makes everybody everybody around him better, right? 
kind of like Steph Curry when there were a lot of the Warriors players. I mean, it's crazy how many assists Jokic gets. Yep. How tall is he? Six eleven. Yeah, sorry, tall. He listed at six eleven. It's wild that the best tennis player in the world and the best basketball player in the world are both Serbian. Country with seven million people. We have three hundred thirty million people in the United States. Serbia's killing it. It's cool. That's interesting. It is, yeah. You see what happened to John Morant? 25 game suspension? Yeah. What I think get? he just posted a video of himself uh, lighting yeah. candles it was a with fake a fake gun. gun. Yeah. When? That's bullshit. Yeah, it was yeah. recently, right, Johnny? Yeah. It was, I, I think it's bullshit. What, what is he thinking? It was stupid. He, <laughs> he did that. When, when did he do fake. that? When I think did he it was recent. After his suspension, right, Johnny? I just Johnny? saw it like cool. today or I yesterday. support him. So, just freedom, right? Yeah, I'd say overall. I mean, obviously, if you work for a private company, that's part of what comes with it. A super woke company at that. You should know if you do shit with guns, you're going to get fired. Or at least punished. Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Steve, you remember that? Yeah. Brought guns in the locker room. He got like a 50-game suspension, though. He would always play, play jokes on people. Do you remember that, Steve? Uh, I liked him a lot, yeah. Could you? I don't have the best memory. Could you rehash some of the jokes he would play on people? No, I don't. I you don't, don't know. remember? No. I guess I'll go ahead and spill the beans myself. He would play jokes like stick point guns at his teammates. I think Javaris Crittenden. him. And, that was would, over uh, um, money that he owed him, though, right? That yeah, yeah. That's why he got in trouble. It was in the locker room. He would do all sorts of crazy shit, though. Also, he would always do practical jokes on people, like taking dumps in their shoes. Oh, that's awesome. He did that to multiple people. That's cool. Sounds pretty badass. You going to try that? Me? To some of your teammates? Hey, what was the Cowboys player? Um, Offensive lineman. Andres. Wait, wait, what about him? In the 90s, he was crazy in the locker room. Are you sure it was Cowboys, not not, not Richie and Cognigna? Uh, no, Con- no, 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 no. 90s with the dynasty. Larry Allen? Big, strong black guy? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Did what do you mean by crazy? Crazy stunts. Like during team meetings, you know, he'd put his uh, genitals on your shoulder. Peyton Manning supposedly got caught for doing that to a female uh, athletic trainer. <laughs> Have you guys heard about that? Yeah. While he was at Tennessee. This is one from... No, I don't see anything about that. I don't see anything. Okay. Yeah. I'll do some digging. Sure. We'll let you know. Okay. So the world of sports basketball is good right now. What's your favorite sport, Johnny? Basketball. What's number two? I don't know. Okay. What about boxing? We got about 15 minutes left. Uh, Spencer Crawford. When was his last fight? Both of them? When was their fight? Spence oh, Spencer, yeah. Errol Spence Jr. against Terrence Crawford. Do you have thoughts on that, Steve? It's a big fight, right? No, I really don't, to be honest with you. Okay, so maybe it's not that big, right? It's a big fight for, for like actual you know people who are real into boxing. Is this just a pay-per-view you could buy, or is it, are we... Just... It's pay-per-view. Okay. What yeah. is it? Um... Let's see the date. Terrence Crawford. Uh, 
July 29th. 39 and 0 versus. It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. So we got uh, Terrence Crawford, who is 39 and 0 versus Aaron, Earl Spence Jr. He's younger, right? Earl so Spence Jr. is 30? 28 and 0. 28. Yeah. So I mean, who have they fought? You ask. I mean. No one. Recently, Errol Spence Jr. beat Uranus Yugas. He's the guy who beat Manny Pacquiao. Oh, okay. He's the Cuban. He also beat Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, Mikey Garcia. He's been fighting the people at the top of his division for a long time. Errol Spence Jr. has. And then Terrence Crawford is, you know, he has beat recently Sean Porter, Kel Brook, Amir Khan. Do you watch all these fights live or rewatch them? I mostly, like, Johnny and I will at least follow and see the highlights after. Did the you fight. watch the Lomachenko fight? Yep, I sat and watched that entire fight after the fact. Who won? I think Loma actually did get ripped okay. off. Uh, but I don't think it was that bad. And there is something to be said for Haney was the champ. Okay. Because what happened is Lomachenko lost to Teofimo Lopez. Then Teofimo Lopez somehow lost to some guy named George Cambosa. And then Cambosa lost twice to Devin Haney. So Dave, Devin Haney was the champ. And if it's a decision and it goes to the champ, and I don't think it was that extreme, I mean, I guess I can see it. It was a bad decision, though, in my opinion. I'm okay with people saying it's a bad decision. But I think for the sake of Devin Haney being a big star, which I don't know if he even is. Who's a big star in boxing? Javante Davis. Devin okay. Haney. Devin Haney's a big star. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Javante Davis. Probably. Ryan Garcia? The heavyweights, yeah. The heavyweights. Tyson Fury, yeah, yeah. Tyson Fury and stuff. Yeah. Usyk? Is he a star? I don't know. Do you know who he is? White guy? Yep. Rush, uh, Ukrainian? Was, He's the guy who beat Anthony Joshua fights, twice. If he ever fights Fury. He was formerly a cruiserweight. He moved up. You think he could beat Fury? No, if he fights him, though, that would be a big fight. I agree. Fury's getting a lot of shit right now for not fighting. <laughs> he pulled out of negotiations with... Usyk, and so people are hating on him. Boxing fans are crazy. If you follow boxing Twitter or follow Facebook groups for boxing or anything, boxing fans right now are saying that Tyson Fury's garbage because he hasn't fought for a while. He fought Wilder three times, and he's fought some other guys. But he should be fighting Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz, Alexander Usyk. I'm a fan of Fury, though. Yeah. He's funny. I bet he's really fat right now. He could be. He's one that could go off the deep end, you know, yeah. pretty quick. That might be a reason he's not fighting. I think he does that. The uh, U.S. Opens today. You watch golf? I, I, I do like golf. Johnny, are you aware of that? Who's in it? Golfers. That's helpful. Ricky Fowler. Fowler. Who's never won a major is in the lead. Okay. I watched it yesterday. That, I'll probably watch that today. It's it, it's uh, late, though. It's in L.A., so it's kind of... He's tied for one with W. Clark, someone named Clark. Roy McIlroy. Yeah, McIlroy. Yep. Stuart Scheffler. Scotty, right? Dustin Johnson. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Stupid. Dustin oh, Johnson. Let's see who Deba else. Yeah, Isn't he really good? I don't know. DeChambeau? DeChambeau. Yeah. I don't recognize a bunch of these names, but I'm not the biggest golf fan. But I admit, Johnny, you've golfed recently, haven't you? Recently? When was the last time you golfed? Steve, you ever golfed? A couple months. No. Okay, a couple But I, would, I think I'd, I'm going to try to get my kids into obscure okay. sports, right? I can see that. 
being a good angle. I've started to teach my five-year-old chess. What sports do you think he should get him in? Chess is a good one. What sports do you think Maybe he get should get Maybe get a scholarship off something that not too many people apply for, right? Like That's a, smart. If he had a daughter, I'd, I'd do golf 100%. I okay. think he'd get a full ride from that. Why? Because it's easier to get a scholarship. Not right? too many females play golf. And yeah, if you're good, you could get a scholarship even to a small school. Mm-hmm. I had a daughter, WNBA. Seriously? That would be cool. I don't know, know how lucrative that is. Do you know my cousin plays for Ohio State? I, I met your and, um, uh, uh, I met her dad at one yes. of your family reunions, didn't I? I just saw him this past week. Anywho, he said after they were in the they lost in the lead eight. And after you have forty eight hours to decide if you want to enter the WNBA draft or not. Oh, so she's that type? She's what, good? That good? Yes, he said they told her she'd be drafted anywhere between 4th and 14th. Overall? Yes. Wow. That's What's her last name? Sheldon. Wow. No. But she was hurt. She had a stress fracture. How tall? She only had two days to decide. So she's coming back for her. How tall? 5'11". Okay. Point guard. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Sometimes they... The Brittany Griner thing's interesting. She stands for the Pledge of Allegiance now. Yeah, she should. Got her out of Russia. She probably sucked over there. Probably. Yeah. She got... Would you want to go to a WNBA game? Kelly? Your cousin's playing it. Yeah. 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 Sit behind the bench. Yeah. Yell at Brittany. Yell a bunch of stuff about how they should put her in more. I get you tickets more. to my cousin's game, and you get thrown out. You know, I went to a, a Dante Smith I went to high school with, and he played for the Hawks for two years. I drove to Atlanta 2004 or five or something, and I sat there and watched Did he get play. you tickets? Nope. But you got close to the bench? Yeah, it was a Hawks game. That's the Hawks are famous for. You go to a game... You know, you did you get, walk down to the lower level, or did you have? He tickets? definitely saw me, and I was there yelling, and I was like, "Put him in," because he didn't play. And so I was yelling, you know, "Put him in," shit like that. I got a little out of control. Really? Did you yeah. get thrown out? Did not get thrown out. Nope. Got some looks though. Oh yeah, Ty Ty Lu was sitting next to Dante during the game, and they kept looking up at me, just kind of like laughing. Tyron Tyron Lu was a teammate of Dante's. Coach of the, he's probably the coach. No, he got fired. Well, he it's so, Clippers, dif- right? so difficult to keep track of the NBA coaching carousel. He was the coach of the Clippers, but I think he lost. He like he has like a record of like one and two in series that he's like up three one in. What Says is, he's the coach for so, the Clippers. Yep. Still. Yeah. Oh, okay. Does Dante play overseas at all? I think he does. I think he's still he's thirty. I'm thirty nine, so I think he's thirty eight. Dante Smith, it says American Venezuelan basketball player is Dante Smith. Look, he's got a Wikipedia page. It says that, NBA. yeah, 23. NBL, th- it's Australia. Through present. Yeah, no, he's playing in Venezuela. Good for him. Look, he's got his own very impressive Wikipedia page. He's 39, same age as me, 39, listed at six foot seven, two twenty. I remember I was with Dante the first time he got drunk. Venezuela's got some bad shit going on. Very, very, very bad socialist. Worse than Cuba is what they say. What if he's just he's a playing professional? He probably is. They those countries worship their athletes. North Korea. I don't know about that. I oh, they actually those. they probably 
they probably killed her. I've heard like countries like in the Olympics. I just read a book recently about Kim Jong Un, who's the the father of Kim, the Kim guy who just, who's the current leader. Kim Jong Il's the leader. No, Kim Jong Un's the leader right now. Okay, then the yeah, other way. Yeah, Kim Jong Il's the one I read a book about. But they would do crazy shit. Yeah, uh, didn't he have like a round of golf where he got eighteen hole in one? He hit eighteen hole in ones in a row. Also, uh, he would do shit like he's like, oh, gets real into movies. The current leader does it too. He loves the Bulls. He loves Dennis oh, Rodman and Michael Jordan. Totally. But the, his dad would do shit like he's loves movies. So he watches all these movies. He gets to meet the movie stars. He invites them over to his house. He gets some beautiful Japanese movie star to come to his house and just kidnaps her. <laughs> Keeps her for years. Then she's sad and he doesn't know why. And like he goes, kidnaps her husband and then brings him there. For like ten years or some crazy, crazy story, <laughs> he's got these people. They're per- forcing them to make movies for them. They're the directors. Just real wild stuff. That's cool. You think that's cool? Whatever works. You think you, if you had power, you would do that? I didn't say that. You would think it was cool. You said it was cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> it's a crazy story. Well, Steve, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, we'll have to get a picture me. of the three of us. Uh, Father's Day memory for us with the episode. Johnny, thank you very much for coming on. Also, welcome. I appreciate it. Um, Johnny, you want to give a, a, a summary? You were the starting goalie for Crosby eighth grade team who won the city championship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Your best sport is soccer. Maybe. Johnny, do you have anything you have to say to your father before we leave today? Nothing good. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Well, I appreciate you both joining me for the episode today. This has been fun. I also want to thank everyone for tuning in. Of course, we'll have another episode of the Kelly Patrick Show out soon.